0: How'd your hands feel
1: today catching passes?
0: Uh, it was rough. The ball is heavy. Hands are cold, frozen. It was tough.
1: How do you feel about just what you're able to get accomplished in that kind of weather? Does it change anything?
0: Uh, I mean, the focus is to come down here and try to um, just get somewhat adapted to the elevation that we'll be dealing with. So, um, just even in the cold and not fully running as hard as we would be, um, you can still feel it. So um, that's the main focus. So that's what we wanted to get done. I think that's one day of it.
2: Did you feel the effects of the elevation?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Where do you feel it, huh? Uh, Just like running back from plays, um, trying to figure out why you feel so like just in your chest, why you feel uh, your lungs tired. So that's the main thing
3: productive these last four games consistently do you feel that you've kind of hit a nice
0: groove here um i think just as the season goes along um, you start to get more and more comfortable but just trying to continue to get better Um, that's the thing i still feel as if throughout the the games that we've played i've left a lot of plays out there so um that's my main thing is just trying to capitalize on every single play and every opportunity that i get um and then hopefully I'll be in a, in a better spot at that time.
3: Yeah, the goal line play that went through your hands, off your shoulder, you posted on social media that made you really angry. You are watching it that night. What did you see on the replay of it? And what did you think about it? Uh,
0: I just, I didn't know, um, like on the field, I didn't know it was like, it was like, a, it gave me a freebie wide open. Um, so when I saw the film, it was even more sickening. in. Um, but I was just like telling my friends and my, and my family leaving the hotel, like those are the ones that, you will know, like at the end of the season when everything's all said and done, it, it'll always be plus one that should have been there. So, but, you know, it's football it is what it is. Move on. We got another chance at it this week, so I'm excited. You seem to really want to make up for that on the other end of the field where you caught that pass a little bit behind you and you seem very eager to get into the end zone there. Was that sort of going through your mind that I need to make up for the other one or anything like that? I just feel like I'm. I just I, I want to get in. I want to touch the paint. Uh, you never want to get stopped at the one yard line or tackled at the one yard line. Um, so yeah, definitely want to get in there. What did you notice
1: more with the, the altitude or the cold? Like which one was more challenging?
0: The cold for sure. The cold for sure. I think I, we kind of. Me personally, I kind of underestimated how cold it was. Uh, walking around yesterday. Um, and on Wednesday, when we got here, what's today? We got here yesterday? Whatever day we got here, the past two days, um, like, I was like, okay, it's, it's a little chilly, but not too bad. But today, I don't know if it, today was colder in the past couple of days, um, but it, it was different out there, for sure. Offense now,
1: do you
2: feel like you all are getting into a groove altogether?
0: Yeah, I think we just kind of feel like uh, this is the team now. We don't really feel like as if it's a new addition, like he's one of us now. Um, Now, everybody's just out there trying to do what we can um, um, daily so we can put the best product on the field on Sundays. That's what it's all about now. Um, But yeah, we feel like we're trying to get in stride, get grooving at this time of the year. November football um, leading to December, January, and February. So um, that's what we're looking at.
1: A lot of young players talk about one of the hardest parts of this league is kind of being consistent, stringing games together. Why do you think you've been able to kind of find that
0: consistency here this season? I think just, uh, well, first and foremost, the standard that, um, we've kind of, um, built within the team and in our room, um, the coaches and players, um, that's just the way that we work, um, starting in camp or starting in the spring, leading into camp, leading into every single day of practice. Um, you kind of just understand what it is, how you have to work every single day. And it kind of just, it kind of just takes over. Kyle says all the time. Um, it just becomes who you are. So that's the way we look at it. Does it feel like home? Feels great, yeah. Feels
4: like home. It is home. So yeah.
1: Practicing in that kind of weather.
4: I love it, you know, it kind of reminds me of my childhood. Um, obviously getting in the altitude is the reason we're here. Um, so it's nice to be able to adjust to that. But uh no, it's a lot of fun. I played in a lot of games in that kind of weather in high school and little league, so definitely brings me back to the good old days. Do
2: you feel the altitude when you're out there?
4: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel it. Um, kind of used to it, but, you know, there'll be times where you feel it more than not. Christian,
5: there were guys with warmers in their face masks. I feel like that might be a slight overcorrection. Have they asked you for any uh, tips on how to stay warm? Because you still have a few more days here. I
4: think, they probably have it figured out if they're doing that. I don't uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you can get warmer than that. But no, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, as soon as you start moving around, I think guys start to warm up. I think it's just uh, off the bus. But once again, the altitude for us is key. How
2: about with the altitude? Is there anything you're able to share in terms of advice and getting used to it quickly?
4: Uh, I don't know if there's anything you can do to get used to it other than just being here, um, breathing and running around at practice. First you?
3: College um, NFL, you play mo- most of the snaps. Um, I don't know if you know what happened against the Chargers is going to ref- reflection of, of the rest of the year, but could that be beneficial for you to have someone else who can spell you and either keep you fresh or, or whatever? I just have more of a timeshare than you are used to.
4: Yeah, 100%. You know, I think, uh, you know, when you're on a team with a lot of different weapons, that kind of naturally happens. Um, you know, which is a good thing. You know, you want you want to see guys go out there and make plays, and when your number's called, you got to make the plays. Um, but, you know, 100% it's good to stay fresh and stay fresh throughout a game and stay fresh throughout a season.
3: Is that a balance? I assume you're not used to maybe hanging out in the sideline for long stretches. Can
4: you get antsy? I, I don't think about it. You know, if, if I'm in, I'm in. If I'm not, I'm not. And I just, you know, take it one play at a time.
1: Well, what's kind of caught your eye about? Elijah, I'm I'm sure you knew of his game before you got here, but now that you're around him and you saw him, you know, up close on uh, Sunday night, what what kind of stood out to you?
4: Yeah, he's a pro. Um, You know, he can run any run. Uh, He's good in protection, good in the pass game, complete back. So, you know, definitely fun to share the backfield with him. Is it a
3: little surreal for you
1: to kind of be back in Colorado as like you know an NFL superstar after all those, you know years at Baylor and everything like that is it like is it at all surreal
4: for you to be here? It's definitely cool, you know. Um, I had track meets here, you know, in high school, so uh, even just the air is familiar. So when you land on the plane, it brings you back. But um, it is a little bit surreal. But at the end of the day, you know, it's kind of a business trip. So here to practice and meet and get ready to go for Monday night.
1: How, but like, I mean, you're here now playing for a team not far from Stanford. So you kind of have this, this double home thing, is that, I mean, does it kind of make you appreciate like this journey you've been on where you're, you're playing in Northern California again, you're representing Colorado?
4: Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. You know, I think, uh, you know, it definitely is all came full circle. Um, but my mindset, you know, I really just focus on one day at a time, um, being the best I can and practice and the lift and meetings and going from there, I think I'll probably be able to reminisce over everything when I'm done, you know, but it's just kind of the mindset I have is just to take one day at a time and do the best I can.
3: Track week at the Air Force Academy.
4: Yeah. How'd you do? I think we did pretty well.
2: Yeah.
6: Congrats.
4: Thanks.
2: A few games, several weeks. What have you learned about them? They're inexperienced in the interior but I mean, obviously a lot of experience
4: on the exterior, but what have you learned from those guys? Sorry, I got a guy. But, um, Now they're, uh, they're a really good unit. Um, they play well together. Uh, they're complete. They can do anything. They're great communicators. Um, for me, I, I just have to do a better job of making them right. And I think that's just going to come with reps. You know, like I said, it's definitely an adjustment having to go from a, Playbook that you've been in since OTAs and then middle of the season have to adjust, but um, that's why all these practice reps are so valuable because those guys are so good at what they do. It's my job to make them right and set up the blocks where they need to be.
2: How is that adjustment Platform. process? Like, how, what do you have to do? What is your process to
4: just keep getting reps? That's, that's probably the biggest thing to keep it simple, but keep getting reps with those guys and um, you know, study film. Um, Take good notes. Take all the coaching points that are given.
2: Sleepless, huh?
6: Oh yeah. Obviously, I changed my mind once I came back inside. So,
2: how did the outsuit feel for you out there?
6: Uh, it wasn't too bad, honestly. I think uh, you know, one, the the you feel it most when you start to like string plays together in a series, and you're you're sprinting, you know, back and forth, and the heart rate just doesn't come down as quickly, so. Um, it's good that we're out here doing it now, so that when we get to Monday, it's not just like a complete shock to us. What's
1: your, what's your experience like playing at altitude? Have you done it much?
6: Oh uh, yeah, so there it was. It was out to back in Utah uh, when I was at BYU, so um, sort of familiar with it. Obviously, you you acclimate, you deacclimate, depending on if you're in it or not. Um, so I'm happy that we're here. I'm happy we're, we're getting the chance to acclimate before the game.
1: Do you find benefits in acclimating now that might carry over? You know, when you, when you kind of get to that point and you come back to sea level where it's a little easier, is that
6: possible? Um, I'm not sure if there's a huge advantage to, from just from you know from experience. I think the 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 biggest advantage you have is being in it, acclimating to it. So you know it's not such a shock to you on game day. Um, I think once we all get back to sea level, it's all back to kind of just normal. Like you you get out of it like that, like it's quick.
3: The Cardinals not announcing whether they're playing Kyler or Colt McCoy. Do you just go in, you know, preparing to face that offense? Then if Kyler is more of the wild card because he can freelance a little bit more.
6: Right. Is that how you guys are
3: preparing this week? Yeah,
6: yeah, we're preparing for both. Um, you know, they're going to run the, the similar offense with both of them, but obviously you have that extra element with Kyler and his, his ability to move around, uh, you know, as unique of a player as he is. And, so we'll be prepared for both.
2: But there's
5: something to be said for teams that kick it into a higher gear at this point in the season, the longest part, I think, in the second half. And that's what the Niners did last season. Seems like it's what you're doing this season. What is that X factor that gets you guys to that next level?
6: Uh, I think it's just the the attention to detail, the focus, the preparation that we you know we hold ourselves to a really high standard, you know, and we on we, un- we understand the importance of. Of uh, football this time of year. Not to say that the games that we played already weren't important, um, but you know you just got to really lock in and dial in on your on your assignment. And uh, you know I'm, I'm proud of how the team's progressing, and we got to continue uh, to do so because we still got a lot of ball left. Well documented in camp, the competition you and Brandon kind of had going on in IU. Uh
1: And you said you wanted to get him to another level. He's really strung some games together Are you seeing him take that step, and, and, and how so?
6: Yeah, Brandon. He's he's coming into his own, man. He's 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 done an outstanding job for us. Uh, you know, I every game you see him kind of getting closer and closer, just breaking that that big one. You know, they Jimmy likes him across the middle. You know, on those on those deep crossing routes, and so uh, he's going to continue to grow. And I think the sky's the limit for him. I, I, you've seen him practice make all these insane catches and the, the route running ability, and uh, you know, it's just it's all it's all coming together for sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> no credit, no, no. He all on his own.
2: A lot of different pieces on the defensive line in the last game. Now that you've watched film, I mean, those are kind of unsung heroes on your defensive line. Atkins, Givens. Like, what did you see from those guys?
6: Yeah, now doing a, a, a great job. You know, uh, the the roles that they've been been thrust into. You know, probably going into the season, they didn't think they were going to get as big roles as they're playing, but they're doing a tremendous job helping. Uh, that makes my job easier when they're kind of disrupting up front in front of me. And uh, that's where the that's where the whole play starts is up there up front. The D line uh, setting edges penetrating. So we're, we're going to need them uh, big time to continue to improve and, and be that force in there.
2: What was it almost surprising that Jordan Willis came back so quickly and was such a huge part of the game?
6: Uh, yes and no. Yes, because, I mean, it's insane that you can come back and be that effective your first game back. No, no training camp, no practicing uh but it's also not a surprise because that's who jordan is like he's always just been ready to go and uh is the silent assassin doesn't say anything but as soon as he steps out there and, and he flashes on tape every single time he's out he's out there does it test your discipline
1: and focus to make sure that you know your mind's not wandering to other
2: things that it shouldn't be
6: yeah of course uh we're all human you know do we want to be out here in twenty degree weather, you know, running around, probably not. But at the end of the day, like, like you mentioned, it it, it is a test of your discipline and how, uh, you know, how willing are you to, to be on top of your assignment and be uh be different, you know, in that way that you're that you're not going to let the elements affect you. There's still you're still going to execute your job at a high level. Um, and I think we do we did that today. Was
1: Brandon's personality, like on the field, here he almost seems shy, but on the field he looks like
0: angry, like he wants to
6: fight. <laughs> Uh, I mean on the field he seems pretty like you know uh, I don't see him saying too much he he's more aggressive in his play more than his words you know he he's, he's a he's a guy who's about action that's that's honestly what you want you don't want guys who are just gonna be talking on the field 24 7 not really not really showing much for it. you know uh, he's, he's about action and that's that's what you want uh,
5: there's- a lot of significance with this game in Mexico City for a lot of reasons. It was the first game played outside of the U.S. back in 2005. Same two teams, last one of this year in the International Series. But you have a special connection with, of course, the fan base in Mexico, part of your lineage. And the Niners happen to be one of the most popular teams in that country. Does it add a little more specialness for you?
6: <laughs> yeah, I think I think everything that goes into it is, is a really special moment. And obviously me having the connection, too, is, is, is really cool. Um, the things I'm seeing going around about how they're supposed to be like 80% Niner fans in the, in the stadium, uh, even though it's an Arizona home game is, you know, it obviously puts a smile on your face, but, um, you know, we want to make sure we, we go out there, we give them a product that they can be proud of, you know, so that's why we're, uh, we're preparing hard. Will
5: they give you the, uh, a chance to wear a Mexican flag decal on the back of your, your helmet? I've been wearing one actually.
6: Uh, the last like three, four weeks. Yeah. Yep.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> all right.
6: guys
7: Howdy asking
2: about Christian kind of getting integrated Into the offense, do you feel like you guys Are all in a groove at this point?
7: Yeah, I think uh, the longer Christian's been here The more he's picked it up, he's been studying His uh, his tail off, I think mean, just getting the reps To how we block it uh, Like how he targets his blockers to set up his blocks I think he's done a really good job of that and He's just gotten better every single day, but you can see that
0: Fit in the locker room, we saw you guys at the, at the Warriors game the other day. How is he kind of
2: socializing?
7: Oh, pull, perfectly fine. Yeah, uh, he fits in great here. Um, he's got the character of I think most of the guys in this team have. And so he fit right in. He's friends with everybody. Uh, I think he's learning almost everybody's name too, which, you know, kudos to him for that. You know, playbook and guys' names. He's figuring it out.
1: George, what have your experience has been playing at altitude? What, what kind of challenges? for
7: him? I mean, I played in Denver. That's about it. Um, I didn't really have any of those out two games in college. I don't think I've had really any in the NFL. Um, I mean, I missed the first two games. My first game back was Denver, and I, I mean, I wasn't in football shape. I was mildly out of breath. I don't think it was terrible, but I've talked to guys who've played in Mexico before that said it is, it's It's way different than playing in Denver. So I know it's going to be something. I'm glad that we're here getting adjusted to it. Um, I think it'll be helpful for us. I know Arizona stayed in Arizona, so hopefully that's a little you know niche that we get that helps us out.
1: With the, the plan this week, do you have anything that's adjusted or different in terms of, you know, what you eat, what you, how you sleep, like all that kind of stuff?
7: Oh, we got humidifiers in the room, you know, just trying, it's very dry here. i um, just trying to stay overly hydrated, I would say. I think that's the two biggest things. Get your sleep, drink a lot, and eat as much as you can. Wow. Love the cold weather. That's why I live in California. Um, I mean, it's fine. It is what it is. It's not freezing like it was last year uh, in Lambeau, but definitely cold. Um, definitely different than what we've been planning in November, but it's football. It is what it is.
2: A couple of your position mates were out there without sleeves. Charlie, Charlie Carter, man, yeah. just
7: built different mountains of Georgia. Just, uh, <laughs> I wish he was getting interviewed right now. He didn't even wear a shirt underneath his jersey. Just, he's like, oh, I'll be fine. As long as my hands are warm. I was like, they're not going to be warm, man, but yeah it's Charlie it just is what it is
2: a few months ago Jimmy had said that Charvarius Ward was one of you guys which is why he fits so well in the locker room it sounds like from what you just said that's the same with McCaffrey can you kind of describe what that means exactly though
7: um respectful there to work hard get better I mean I think those are the, the biggest things they're very respectful like not once did like Mooney first walk in here and just like talk crap about how he's they're going to lock you down. I'm the best guy in the room. Nothing like that. He's just like, I'm here. I'm going to get better. I'm going to help this team win. And I think Christian's the same way. It's just their tape is shown what they can do. And they just go out every single day and prove it. Um, they've got fantastic work work ethics. And that's one thing that we pride ourselves on as a San Francisco 49er. you Brandon string
1: together four or five really, really strong games here. It seems like he's, he's maybe turned the corner. How have you seen him kind of continue to grow? And where does he fit in in, in group? You know, the group of skilled guys you guys have?
7: I mean, I think Brandon's, uh, he's having a great year. Uh, he's playing at a high level. He's catching the ball. He's attacking the ball. He's trying to make plays. He's hard to tackle. Uh, I think he looked great in OTAs. He took carried that into the, uh, during the summer month away and he came back and training camp looked good. And he just, I think he's just playing at a high level. He goes out every single day, tries to get better. I think, that's one of the hardest things about football like the longer you get into the season you get more sore you get more banged up and it's the guys that want to go out there and still try to go full speed try to get better on those days and not just going through the motions learning the game plan and I think Brandon does a good job of that he pushes himself every day he routes guys up uh, I think it was either last week or the week before in practice he made like four phenomenal catches like contested like, like what we need on third downs on game days and it translates to the game and I think he's just done a good job of just building on that you know step by step and he's got a good foundation.
3: He's just been getting better. How did Jimmy practice in the cold weather without gloves on and using his? He was slinging legs?
7: it. I thought quarterbacks looked good today. Yeah, he was. He was slinging around. We had the warm weather gloves on. It was nice. Um, you know, we. I don't think we were out there that long. Balls didn't get too hard out there. You know, sometimes they get nice and rock solid, but I think overall is a you know clean day for the offense. Is he playing best you've seen him play. It's the second time I've been asked that question. Like four days. Yeah. You, I think he did. It's okay though. Um, I think I always think Jimmy plays at a pretty you know high level. In my opinion, I think um, he's been consistent this year. Um, I think one of the biggest things is I think we just have more guys around him that are stepping up and making plays. Um, you know, like I said, Brandon's doing really well. You have Debo, you have me, you have McCaffrey, Elijah's there, Juice is there. Like guys are just making plays when their numbers are called, and I think that helps jimmy look like he's playing better because he is and you don't have guys dropping the ball and stuff like that juan's uh doing good um but yeah he i think he's in a rhythm right now and he's got us playing at a higher level i think that's what's really helpful how
2: much has the arizona cardinals defense changed since the
7: last time you played them um i mean losing chandler jones awesome for me um i love not blocking him twice a year he's really good um besides that You know, they're very downhill. Their D-line gets across the ball. They're penetrators like our D-line, so it's something that we got to go against all the training camps, so that will be familiar. Uh, They still run the 3-4 stuff, so it's a little bit different. Um, But, you know, you still got Buda Baker back there who's flying around like a missile. So, I mean, they still have a lot of similarities. They're a little bit different. But, um, I mean, you can go back, and I think all the games in the last, like, three years is about how this one's going to go. It's going to be – there's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. It's just uh, if we can get the ball in the end zone and hold on to the football
3: one of your biggest matchups every year? I mean, obviously you see him twice a year, but think about all the other DBs you face. It seems like you and him have had some pretty good battles.
7: Yeah, uh, I think we have. I mean, he's uh, one of the first guys that's always there to tackle me if I have the football. Um, We're not in man coverage too often. I mean, we were a couple times early on, but not too often. He's more middle of the field, and he's kind of this, you know, he's protecting, you know, he's the last guy in the safety net, so he comes downhill, hits hard, but... Uh, He's definitely one of my favorite guys to go against just because his effort on tape, you see it every single day, every single game. I think it's a fantastic job. I don't want to say Energizer Bunny, but he's just like, he doesn't slow down. Every single rep is 100% going through your knees and that definitely sometimes changes how you play the football game.
1: So you said you and Matt have a good relationship. Hmm? Uh, Do you prefer having that mutual respect and a good relationship and almost, I don't know if you want to use the word friendly, as opposed to animosity and kind of a
7: bitter rival um I don't really have too many bitter rivals in the NFL maybe one or two um but I mean at the end of the day what like like I said about Buddha like we could be friendly and everything and he's still going to try to go through my knees and I mean that's just how he plays and like that's what I respect about him we have a I think it's a mutual respect for each other um about how we both play and but we know that we're both going to bring it if we get an opportunity like I'm going to try to flat back him or truck stick him if he if I get an op and he's going to try to, you know, knock the ball out or, you know, do everything he can against me to not let me have a good game. So, I just think it's just a mutual respect. What's
2: the most challenging part about his
7: game? Uh, I think the I mean, if you go back, I mean, one of my favorite games watching him or well, least favorite because we ended up losing the game, but it was like the opening game of 2020. I think he had like 16 tackles and he had at least five tackles that probably would have been house calls for Raheem. Um, and just, like, seeing it, like, because he doesn't miss. He's not a guy that misses tackles very often. He doesn't hesitate. Um, he could be playing a two-deep safety, and he could be at five yards in the run game in, like, four steps. Like, he's just very good. And it's hard to account for him, especially when he's that deep safety. And you're going the opposite way, and just seeing him fly across the field and knifing guys, it's just difficult um, sometimes. But you have to account for him because of the player that he is.
1: You said in the past that uh, he would care of any catches you as long as the team's winning uh, that being said, scoring points has been a bit of an issue this year, and you haven't been getting the ball as consistently as in the past. So have you gone up to Kyle yet and said, can I get the ball, please? Um, Yes and
7: no. I mean, have I walked into his office and said, can I give me the ball? No, I haven't done that. But, I mean, I tell Jimmy on the sidelines all the time, and I always tell him, like, hey, I'm open. I'm, I'm getting one-on-one coverage. I'm available. Just throw me the ball when you need me. And uh happened last week. You know, I'd love more than two targets, but it is what it is. We're winning the game. So – uh, but, yeah, I love the ball in my hands, and um, I like providing a spark for the offense. Did you
0: say earlier uh, <laughs> did you say earlier that you've spoken to people who played in both Denver and mexico City and that yeah. mexico did you, did you seek them out? I mean who, who did you talk to? Who, oh, that? I talked
7: to Kelsey because I mean he's one of the only tight ends I know that played down there um, and he said it was very he said just the altitude was just difficult. He was just because he plays in Denver every year too, so he said it was definitely a, a big change than what they had played in before.